Let's do it. Uh, uh, uh. I really think we need a turntable in the studio. For sure. show. <laughs> Barbara's success brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, JC. Crown Cuts Academy, Bristol, Virginia. And Craig's Crown Cuts, downtown JC. Spreading love the Tri-City way is one way, but spreading love the Crown Cuts way is the only way. With my co-host himself, Jordan Barr from Bristol, Tennessee. Jay Baba on Instagram. Give you a, give your boy a like and a follow. Or not a like, but you know, whatever. Give you a follow <laughs> on Instagram. Do what it do. <laughs> I got a YouTube. <laughs> my boy, our co-host, Emma, he's out for a date, but he's here in spirit. He's in the background taking care of some business, but we're going to make it do what it do. Again, spreading love across the region. Marvel College Success, a platform where we educate we drop gems and just inspire the next barber to get on that journey to do their thing because this wonderful industry of ours, it is so much love if you invest into it. You got to put in what you want to get out. But today we got a special guest all the way from, I'll let her introduce herself and tell her where she's from. And we're going to jump into this podcast. We're going to hear your story. Let's go. Yate, yate. Hello. I'm Raquel Henry, a.k.a. Res Kid the Barber. I am from the Navajo Nation, and yeah. I, yes, I reside in Texas now. Uh, my Instagram is R-E-Z-K-I-D underscore T-H-E Barber. Big, big, big. And and, and what what you say you're from the what reservation? The Navajo Nation. That's big. So uh, give us a little description of that. Tell us what that is, because, you know, this is your day. This is going to be your story, because, again, we have barbers from all different platforms, and you're going to inspire someone today. Yes. Okay, well, um, the Navajo Nation is probably about uh, maybe 400,000 people. It's um, It connects with New Mexico, Arizona, a little part of Colorado, a little part of Utah. Mm. And the town I'm from is it's called Crown Point, which is like two, three thousand people. And um the reason why I, I became a barber was because um I remember when I was twelve or thirteen, I seen my father had the manual clippers. <laughs> and, and I see him like, on, like a pliers. You thought he was yeah, using the pliers. Yeah, I see him like this, like this. And I would see him um, cut my grandfather's hair. So I, I would just look, watch, watch him cut his hair and his hair. But he asked me, Could, can you help me? I was like, okay. So I went over there and he's telling me, do it like this, like this. And then I'm over there like cutting his hair. But after that, I, I just loved it. Like, this is fun. You found your why. That's what we talk about on the show. What is your why? Yeah. What is your passion? What is going to take you onto this next level of a career path? What is going to make you feel happy when you're doing something and you don't work a day in your life? And that's what it is. 12, 13, that's important. And your dad knew what he was doing. I mean, he was introducing you to something to make it, just kind of make it fun for you. Because when people, when we make learning fun again, that's when we're interested. That is big. That is big. So, Today is going to be all about you because we're doing a series. It's student stories and barber stories. And today we got a barber story. So tell us your full name, Raquel, and 
how long you've been in the industry, how long you've got your license, and we can go from there. Um, my name is Raquel J. Henry. Um, I'm still in school right now. Okay. I, I go to um, Papito Bless Hands uh, Barber Beauty and Academy. Oh, okay. I know who Papito Bless Hands is. He's, yes. he's a good barber. Very good barber. Yes, he is a good barber. And... The, the first time I seen him was two years ago at um, the Barbican in Austin. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I went there was to go see uh, Sophie stay goal. Yes. That was and, an amazing barber. Yes. Like she, she inspired me to um, go for it because not, I have not seen a lot of females up there like her. Like the first time, right. the first time I saw her was say a few years ago, like, I like I didn't know nothing about barbering. Like all and I, I embrace was, we, we embrace women barbers because I think women barbers add a unique perspective to our industry. Yeah. I love when women say they want to be barbers. It's just <clears throat> it's just something like, okay, come into the stray, come into our side. I mean, come in and you you guys add so much. You guys are gems for our, our industry. So I love when a female says she's coming into this industry. It's just it's I know it's a male dominated field, but right. hey. We welcome you guys. Mm-hmm. Salute, salute. I know some. I know some tough, some tough female barbers. One of my favorite barbers is actually a female, Nicole Renee. I don't know if you yes. know. Nicole. Yes. yes, she is. She is so good. So so good. And, and and it's ironic because we have a student. She's a female barber, and she graduated about two years ago, right, Raquel? And yeah. her name, we was. She was trying to come up with a barber name, <laughs> <laughs> and you will not believe what her barber name is. <laughs> what is it? You just said it. Oh, <laughs> <Her> name, yes. <laughs> no, no. Her, her name is, we were sitting there coming up and trying to contemplate a name, and her barber name is Blessed Hands Tish. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. And Uh-oh. she is, she is. look her up, follow her. She's from um, Morristown, Tennessee. And Tish is, ooh, Tish is stone cold too, man. Tish is stone cold barber. Look, look at her work, and I'm pretty, you'll be like, ooh, she is, yeah, she is okay. a, and she's one of the barbers where you look and she like, are you a barber? But, when her work her work tells a whole story. She's real quiet, but she 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 swing those clippers and hey, like a mean stick. Ooh, yes, sir. <laughs> nice. So yeah, so that's important for women to come in this industry, and that's what this podcast is about. Hopefully, you'll inspire someone um, and let them know, hey, let's kick this door. And this is a male dominated field, but we coming in hard. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When I when I was growing up, um, like in my uh, middle school years. Um, I always had a lot of guys talk crap about me because I was a female, mm-hmm. you know, cutting hair. They would be like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. And come to say, I proved them wrong. <laughs> That's good. I mean, there is a stigma because a lot of times guys go in the shop and they'll be like, can she cut? You know what I mean? Instead of having yeah. a, a formal conversation and getting another person, can she cut? Can you cut? And I'm like, just Give them a chance. So when people come to school and they're like looking around for students and I'm like, hey, she's cutting your hair. If you don't want her to cut your hair, you can go down the street. So I always empower the female barbers. Yes. Yeah, that's big. So when did you know you wanted to go to barber school? I know you say at 13 years old, you did your first haircut. When did you realize that it, this is something for you. And no, before that, right? Tell us what you did before you went to barber school. And then tell um, us what inspired you to become a barber. 
Um, before uh, barber school, I was working at a restaurant. I was a dishwasher for three years. Mm -hmm. And before, well, during that time, I was getting my GED too. Okay. And um, like six plus years, um, that's when I met my wife. And I wasn't in the right space at that time because, you know, drugs and alcohol took a toll on me. Mm -hmm. And... And I started to get myself together and my wife, she pushed me. That's she, big. she knew how much I love um, barbering, cutting hair. Like I always had clippers with me, even from Walmart. I always had my Walmart clippers on me. Like, <laughs> like, like I, like back in the day, I didn't realize that you had to have certain, um, certain kind of uh, clippers, trimmers and all of that. Most um, of us start off like that. So you, you, you wasn't too far from all of us. We all came into the industry thinking that we just need one pair of clippers yeah. <laughs> to perform this, this surgery that we get ready to perform. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's until I started looking up Sophie. I was like, oh, my gosh, she is so cool. She has tattoos. Like, I have tattoos. Like, <laughs> And she's a barber, and I'm, I want to be a barber. So she really inspired me to go for it. And, and, and it's it's underestimated have a great support system in our group and our surrounding. Like you said, your wife was one of your biggest support system and yeah. pushed you, propelled you to get to that next level um, to become the barber. So was that, was it a hard transition figuring out what you want to do? You, or how, how did that come about? How did you, I know you said you was a dishwasher. How did that come about? And you just clicked one day and said, you know what? I want to be a barber. Um, I was I was struggling I was struggling uh, emotionally and mentally during that time, and I was trying to figure out like, what am I gonna do with my life? Because uh, dishwashing, like, I knew it wasn't meant for me. I was like, I am capable of doing more than this. And so I kept thinking and thinking. I was like, I love cutting hair. And then, and then um. So I went to a barber school to, you know, ask questions and everything. And what they told me was, you need your um, diploma or a GED, in which I didn't have it during that time. Right. So, so I enrolled to school and got my GED. But it took me uh, two to three years. This was during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So school was closed and... The teachers, they would send me here, here. So, like, I wasn't really, um, um you, was almost getting, you, you was almost getting discouraged. Yes. Yes. I was getting discouraged. And, and always back in my mind, like, I know I'm meant to do more. Like, I love barbering. I would tell my, my uh, coworkers, hey, come to my house. You know, I'll give you a haircut. <laughs> Even before when I was in high school and middle school, I would tell all the guys up there, come down, I'll give you a haircut. Well, my cousins, hey, let me give you a haircut. Let me give you a haircut. So That's good. I, always, I always had a passion for it. That's good that you didn't, you wasn't afraid to ask people to let you cut their hair. Yeah. Because a lot of people are. They, they, they don't like to ask, especially when they don't think they're, like I say, I say like a seasoned barber or like you're just like getting into it. You know, if you just, you know, getting into it, you're like, man, I got to wait a couple, a couple months or like whatever until I feel like I feel like I'm nice enough to get people right. Yeah. But what people got to realize is that if you don't put yourself out there and get those reps in, that's not going to, it's going to take you longer to get better. You're just going to so, delay that process. Yeah. It's just going to take you a lot longer. Yes. So that's, that took a lot of guts doing that. Cause that, that's something I did when I was in barber school too. So I had to ask a lot of people, I had to, <laughs> the confidence in yourself to know that you can hook them up. 
And, and then some people are, are going to tell you, you know, some people are going to look at you like, ah, you're not ready yet. But it's okay. Don't get discouraged. As long as you have the fortitude to know that this is your why, this is your passion, and you keep going and saying, you know what? I'm going to ask that next person. I'm not going to let that one no determine and, and, and put me in a box and tell me I can't cut air. It's, it's okay. It's okay. And, and I do admire that as well. So now you got your GED and how was the transition from deciding which barber school that you're going to go to? Well, um, they had one when I was in Odessa. They had a barber school out there. So I went in, um, got some information, and that's when they told me that I needed my GED. So it took me a while to get my GED. And once I got it, I went back to that same school. And um, from there, like, I seen, like, the barber school was just all about money and their business. It seemed like they didn't really care about the people. Right. So, so then I was thinking, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to stick with this school because it was, like, the only school that was out there. And, then, and, this is in, and this is in Odessa, Texas? Yes, sir. Because I'm pretty sure there's, like, a million barber schools out there in Texas. Yeah, um, there was um, two schools, but the one I was wanting to go to, um, mm. they see me before, and what he told me is, if you get your GED, then come back. Right. Which I, which I did. Then next thing you know, they told me you don't have to have your GED. I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I could have started a long time ago. Right. I think most states now they they want you to be at least sixteen years of age and have the equivalent of a tenth grade education um or if not your ged or whatever equivalency that is and you can start which i think is great um because it, it gives people opportunity just to kind of go out there and realize and and and, and, and have a sense of accomplishment mm -hmm. because you already feel like you're not a sense have a sense of accomplishment if you don't have your ged and it's just a bigger deterrent if you can't you feel that's a roadblock and you need that to do every and anything you know what I mean? Uh, and eventually, I, I do agree that everyone should go and get their, some type of equivalent to a GED because it's going to propel you. But if you can just get a start and just get a taste and see what it is, I mean, that helps too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that, you know, I was just, I felt like I was stuck. And I didn't know what to do. So I was like, just waiting for my interview to come with that school. And then, and then I don't know where my wife tells me that Papito has um, a school opening up. Uh -huh. And I remember I was like, oh yeah, Papito, bless hands, the guy that we seen at BarberCon. Like when I seen him on stage, it was like, oh my God, this guy is so cool. Right, right, like, big. Yes, and and I got really interested in him, and you know, I started following him on Instagram and uh, Facebook and TikTok. And then, shout out! Shout out to Papito Blessed Hands. Yeah, shout out to yeah. you, brother. And um, yeah. So my wife told me like he has school, so I kept begging her and begging her, be like, baby, like I want to go to that school. Like I really want to go because I like I know like I believe in myself that I can become something, like being with the right people and 
the right mindset and the success from them. Like, I want to be up there like that. So. And I think it's important because most schools, um, you need, for students, you need to feel a sense of community. Um, if you go to a school and the only thing you learn from the school is just how to cut hair, I think you've been done a disservice because <clears throat> it's more than just cutting hair. It's about the overall person themselves. It's about mental health. It's about um, financial literacy. It's about just learning about domestic violence. It's about teaching someone to be a whole person so when they get their license and their certification and then, and they finish with their hours, you, you presenting someone to, in this two-hour industry who is a whole person. Because there are so many people who end up leaving school and not by fault who just straight basically cutters. And they're doing themselves a disservice too. And it's not just the school, it's the individual students. Um, <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's important to go somewhere where you feel like a sense of community, a sense of camaraderie, because we all are coming from different paths. We all have our own story to tell and coming from different directions. And sometimes we just need someone to let us know that we care. We just need someone to let us know, hey, I'm ready to nurture you. I'm ready to teach you. I'm ready to be a mentor. I'm ready to also be a coach. And we just want to hear those words sometimes for some type of reassurance that we're on the right path. We have someone who's going to be there for us more than just learn the skill of how to do a fade. And surrounding yourself with other, other students that want to be great and, you know, be more than just haircutters also is going to, it's going to take a toll on you, on you. And it's going to help you prepare yourself later on and, you know, as you go on in school. It makes it a lot easier to, to stay concentrated because everybody's all wanting to be, like, you know, great. So, I yeah. mean, it's, it's kind of just yeah. same thing. It's contagious. Yep, yep. How many hours are you in school right now? Um, I've only been there for a month. <laughs> that's good. Do you know why that's so good, Raquel? Because there are a lot of people out there, right, who are wanting to start school, who have been in school in a month. And they need to hear your story. So how was it going in this past month? What, 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 how, how do you feel? How's it going? Oh my gosh, I love school. I love it. And the people around me too, like they want the same thing I do. And they, like, um, like if you need help, you know, they're there to help you. Not like just brushing it off and like, oh, that's, that's your own doing. But I like it that everyone comes together and help each other out, and we we all strive for the same thing. and And I learned a lot from that school. That's big like, in your it, first month. Yes, in that first month, like I learned so much, and There's so much coming at you at times. You're like, ah, ah. it seems yes. like, <laughs> which is good because information at times is some people can take it and they get real frustrated, but some people could take it and understand that hey, it's a process and it's a growth. Mm -hmm. Take one step at a time, just kind of like because I when I when I was in the first month too, I'd always ask a lot of questions, yeah. and I would I would ask so many questions that in my mind I'm kind of getting overwhelmed, and I feel like I'm trying to do too much, like at one time, I'm trying to learn too okay. much at one time, yeah. and then as you go as you go on, you just kind of like learn how to take tiny pieces of what everybody says or like what you see and kind of apply it to or your own, you know, just kind of go at your own pace, and then you kind of perfect everything as you go. And then once you get out, you know, you, you're going to be not fully, fully 100% ready, but you'll be, you'll have at least 75% at least. You'll you be, feel like you'll be able to do something, you know what I'm saying? You'll be yeah. equipped to understand how to get from point B to, from point A to point B. And after that, now it's just refining the skills. 
refine it. So uh, before we move on, give a shout out again to the name of the school and the address. So people who are in that area looking for a great barber school and I mean, I think that, that's, that, that's, that's important because you seem like you're in a happy space and you seem like you're doing real good and those guys down there are doing an awesome job. And I just want to congratulate and give them a shout out because um, people need to know where these schools are at. Um, shout out to Papito Bless Hands um, and Mr. Witz is my other instructor also, and he ha he's amazing also. And um, Papito Bless Hands um, Barber Beauty Academy in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh huh. Um, what's the what's the address? The address is sorry. Papito's going to be mad at you. You're in school and you don't know how to be addressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to use my uh, my maps to get there. Yeah, he's going to be like, what? Raquel, you're on this, on this world stage across the world and this, all across the country, and you fumbling the bag on our address? <laughs> okay. It's 1809 West Ferry Street, Fort Worth, Texas. Okay, great, great, great. So I, I assume you're a big Dallas fan down there. I am, a, I am a Cardinals fan. <laughs> <There we laughs> I go. respect it. I respect it. I don't want either one of them, but I respect it. You kind of said that kind of soft because you know you're in Fort Worth. And you're like, I don't want nobody to hear me saying that. <laughs> but no, nah, it's all good, man. But um, so so what 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 do you like about school right now? I love the education. Um especially with the book, like learning about different hair types, different um, skin. Um, right now we're learning about facials and shaving, which is fun. I love doing facials too. And I, I learned that with probably in a day doing facials. See, see the important things that, that kind of makes me smile when I hear you talk, you, you're making learning so fun. You are enjoying the material and you're not just studying or getting the information just to remember it. You studying the information to make it part of you. You studying the information to make it like, yes, I want this information so you can retain it. And that's the importance. And I, and I like that. Yes. I, I mean, I love it. I, I recommend people that are looking for a barber school in Texas to come, come see us and we'll get, you know, we are actually, we are, we are awesome people. Like everyone. So when you told, did you, have, have you told Papito he's coming on this um, podcast today? Um, I told him that I was going on a podcast, but I told him um, that I'm going to have one today and hopefully them on the 15th. Yes. Yes. What, what, what did he say to you? Did he give, give you any advice when you was coming on? No, no. Um, <laughs> He just teaches you to like be yourself. That's big. That's big. That's, that's big. Yeah. So, so what a what is something? What what is one of the biggest lessons you've learned in this first month of school? Um, I am I I love the mentorships that he um he teaches us. It's like it's not all about just cutting hair. It's right. About um, your clients. It's about taking care of yourself. Um, pretty much like the the back of being a barber, and yeah, like 
pretty much like just the mentorship. I love the mentorship. He's always giving us advice to be be better person for ourselves and be a better person for our clients and our surroundings. And, and that's good. Like I tell people sometimes, you, you get more with honey than you get with vinegar. You know what I mean? So, so be yeah. a good human being. Smile. Yeah. Embrace the moment. Enjoy what you're doing. And, and I, again, I just congratulate um, Papito because it seems like he's doing a really great job with you guys. Um, what, are some, what are some of the uh, – I know it's, it's good, it's, it's rosy, it's fun. What is some of the most – what do you struggle with in, your fir- in the first month? Um, right now I'm struggling with sheer work. <laughs> sheer work sheer is work, yes. see, I didn't uh I didn't I didn't want to learn the shears when I was in school because I didn't think it was gonna be that much of a difference. But I'll tell you right now, if learning the shears makes your hair like it takes the cut to a whole different level. Cause you get the phase down, the skill like the skill with the shears is so much more it's it, it requires a lot more skill with, with Sears than it does with Clippers because you, there's angles, you got to, like, there's contour. You got to know the sh- contour of people's heads. Like, there's just a thousand different things you got to know what to do make in order around. for you to do a certain hairstyle. It's going to make you so a better barber. Yeah, so, but if you can if you can master that, gosh. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's okay. crazy. And, 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 and the part of you saying that you struggle with that is important because a lot of students don't think that they're going to struggle. It's okay to admit and say you struggle because we once you once you can identify and say that you're struggling with something, you know what your weaknesses are, so it's time to work on it. But if you try to evade it and push it to the side and not face it, how are you gonna get better at it? So I, I mean I admire you saying that, yeah, I struggle with shares. And it's okay because you're in your first month. Are you gonna get better? Of course. Are you gonna be able to boss this thing out? Hell yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an afterthought, and, and, and which is okay. Most people don't realize that. Do you have, um, are there any students down at the school who compare themselves to other students? And if so, how do you help them? Um, from students, who get frust- students who get frustrated in uh, time saying, well, I'm not learning. It's taking a hard time to pick it up. How do you help students who are in that situation? Um, I would pretty much like when um, a walk-in comes in and um, they would have like um, the newer students um, go over there and um, um, hook them up with a haircut. But but like with, with some of the students, you know, they need help with fading. Right. And I would... I know someone on fading too, so I would go over there and help them, like you know, open, open your um, clipper, close it, and I love it. Like I love helping everyone out there. Because, because you know, sometimes some students come in and they're so nervous. I mean, obviously, yeah. it seemed like you came in and you had a lot of confidence and you was good because you was ready to do this. But some students, I'm pretty sure you have noticed, they come in and they're so nervous and they get up, t- they, they they tight, and. They, they just want to be so perfect in their first week, their first yeah. two weeks, their first two months. Um, and I know you see that all the time. So it's important to kind of always kind of be that mentor for that student who just coming in because each one of us was in that same position once before. 
coming in at zero hours and now we're at 150 hours or at 200 hours. So it's important to be that mentor and give some good feedback. Just give some confidence. Just give some advice because confidence goes a long way, as you know. Yes. Good, good. So for you now, what has been some of the biggest lessons you have learned in this first, not just first month, but since you've been in this, since you've created a, this love for this industry that has been burning inside of you? Um, for me, I'm, well, it's um, clientele. Um, right now, I don't have that many clientele, so I just take walk-ins. And that's kind of the um, issue for me because I'm not from, I'm not from around uh, the Fort Worth area. Right. So it's hard for me to go out there and find client clients. Um, but I'm I'm getting up my social media, uh, my Instagram. I'm following them, try to follow people and have them follow me back, or find other like barbers around the area and try to get my name out there. And um, posting stuff on my car, like flyers and stuff. So that's so, kind of my problem right now is my client my clientele. But think about it. Is that really a problem since you just started school? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it's just a process. It just takes time. And yeah. you want to say something, Jordan? I say, but doing that now while you're in school, trying to build your clientele while you're in school, is going to help you tremendously once you get out. Because a lot of people, they don't try to put themselves out there when they're in school because they're too scared of getting people in because they don't believe that they're going to do good. But doing that early really gives you a really good head start as soon as you leave the school because you're going to get in the shop. If you got like like 20, like 20 clients, you don't even have to be like a whole bunch. But if you got like 15, 20 clients when you get out of the shop or get out of school and get into the shop, I mean, you're going to be at least probably doing at least four maybe, you know, three or four every other day or something like that, you know, just kind of get you a good start, good start in. It helps out a lot. And think about it. Uh, how many hours is it to finish school in, four, in Texas? Is it 1,500 or 1,100? 1,500. So, More than enough time. So, so you have plenty of time. So you're thinking about you, you're in school now for a month. And one of the key issues that, that you identify a weakness is building clientele. So that's something you have to continuously work on and understand the things that you're doing right now, you're going to get there. Because... 1,500 hours is typically about 10 and a half, 11 months. You're in month one, and you're doing a lot of great things. You're loving what you do. You're smiling every day. You're showing up to school every day. You have a great attitude. It's only up from here. It's, it's only up. And I, I can bet you this, with, with your attitude and how you go, how you're approaching this, those instructors, they can't wait for you to come to school, and they're going to do their best to put you in the best possible position to succeed. Because instructors notice the students who give their all. They notice the students who come with a good attitude. They notice the students who don't complain. They notice the students who is going to need a little bit more tutoring, need a little bit more mentor. They notice that. And I'm pretty sure they're watching and they notice you and they just appreciate you coming in there with a smile every day and wanting to give your best to the school because you're the type of students who's, who's going to represent the school so well. And I guarantee you, your instructors notice that. 
I mean, because you have a great attitude about things. How have you grown and changed since you decided that you want to be a barber? Oh, my gosh. I, I changed a lot. Even my wife sees it, too. She sees me dressing up nice and feeling myself um, because the people there, too, um, just the, the, um, the ambience around there being at barber school. And it, it does make me feel like I'm successful. And the way the instructors talk to you, they talk to you like a person, not just throw you out there to the woods and whatnot. But I, I, I think I've grown a lot within this month being at barber school. I'm starting to learn more about the book because I was having a lot of, lot of trouble in the book also. Like I didn't know that there were so many things that are, especially like with your muscles and your right. everything, like it's like, wow. I mean. Yeah, the, th the theory is the most important part of school. The theory is the most important. That book is important. That book, I yes. can't express how important that book is. And again, make it into a game, make it fun. And read that textbook to not just to remember, but to retain the information. Because those are the things in the textbook that's gonna help you have a great consultation. The things in the textbook are gonna be able to put you in position where you sound like a real professional, like you're really invested in this craft. Because you'll be able to explain and tell people what you're studying what the porosity is, what the texture is, what the density is, um, the muscles of the, of the neck, the muscles of the forehead, the head, the temporal bone, the apex, the occipital bone, the parietal ridge, the zygomatic bone, the temporal, all that stuff yeah. that we talk about in the textbook that once you start talking to clients and showing them that you're invested in this, in this industry and in your craft, that's when they take you serious. So, so, I mean, it's important that you're saying it, and, and, and I like that you're saying that. Hey, the textbook, I'm struggling with the textbook. I'm struggling with building clientele. All those things are things that you're on track, you are normal. All those things are things that happen for students who are just starting in the school. Jay Bar? It kind of remind me of myself because uh, I, I, was, I was really invested into the book when I first started. And after a while, I was... You know, you say you always ask people to cut their hair and stuff like that. Yeah. I got to the point where I was in school where I felt like I was almost booked out every day. So I had I would have time in between kind of a little bit to kind of get into the book. But um, as I went on, I kind of just kept on cutting and cutting and cutting. And then once I got out um, of school, I kind of regretted not taking that time and learning the book as, 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 I, as I should have. Mm -hmm. But, I mean... I guess I was really more pushing towards the clientele and getting my fades and stuff like working right, which, I mean, everybody has their own way of, you know, going about things. And now that I'm out, I'm having to go kind of relearn everything a little bit, like from hair color and all this type of stuff, which is actually, I think it was fun for me because I'm taking one step at a time, you know, just re making everything perfect one step at a time, just taking along. And then, mm, I can't. It's just. It's a process. Yeah, it's a pro it's a process. Like it's <laughs> and, and understand. You yeah, need to, you need to pace yourself as a student. Yeah, I feel like it's just a sense of maturity for me because I feel like I didn't take the book serious. So if you take the book serious now, 
later on you won't you won't you won't pay for it you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and that's good so as you're in school right now and you are a senior one month student <laughs> with all this experience what kind of what how would you approach it differently coming into school what kind of what kind of advice can you give someone who had that burning passion, who cut hair when they were 13, they went through some trials and tribulations as they started getting older, um, there were some roadblocks that they ran into, but they knew they wanted to cut hair because someone inspired them. What kind of advice would you give someone right now in your shoes? What, kind of, what, 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 can, you, what can you say to them? I would say go for it. Life is too short to waste do something do something that you love doing something that you enjoy follow your dreams and just go for it and, and that's big because uh, because people always hear a lot of times you're not going to make money you're not going to make money in barbering it's not uh, and, and you're like and sometimes that that evil twin on the other side of your head is kind of playing games with you with your passion and your why and, and, and on the right side you're like well, I love this. This is my passion. But I'm, I keep hearing someone saying to me that you're not going to make money. Barbers and, and, and beauticians, they, 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 blah, 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 this and that, this, that, and third. They don't, you know what I mean? So sometimes it is discouraging when you hear all of that. How, how can you give someone that extra icing on the cake to be like, hey, it's worth it? Um, just do it. I mean, like for me, I would like for me, um, how it started was I would listen to podcasts and, <laughs> and yes, but I, I tell everybody that I think podcasts saved my life. Mm. It, it helped me grow to be the person I am today. And, and I would listen, like when I was in my lower, my, my lower days, like I would just sit there and watch TV, Netflix, TikTok, like I didn't have, um, anything going on in my life. And then I started watching uh, Jeff Wilkins on um, YouTube because I was into um, lifting weights and stuff. And mm -hmm. I and I heard that he had a he had a podcast. So I started listening to it and I started, you know, like hearing what he was saying. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna start, you know, not not giving what I'm not giving a F what people say about me because I was I was that kind of person. I was scared to be, I was scared to talk to people. I was scared to, um, you know, say excuse me to people and just go around. Like I was I was afraid. But ever since I started listening to podcasts and I came across your your podcast, and I heard um, I hear you guys talking about stories and how like um, I relate to you guys. Like they're just like me. <laughs> and I'm like, why not? Why can't I do that too? Right, big, big. So, how, so the next question: How did you come? How did you come across our podcast? And how long have you been listening? I came across your podcast probably like a couple of years ago. Um, I was I was um, trying to find like what can I do for barbering? Like, do they have a barber podcast out there? So I started looking at all these different barber um, barber podcasts. And then I heard yours about the the females, the female barber. That what that's what got me. <laughs> I got you hooked. Yes, that got me hooked. So I would like catch up to all the 
the um, podcasts that you guys would uh, do, I would catch up and then wait like every Friday for another one to come out. But I love it. Like I love hearing the um, student stories also because it's like I put myself in their shoes and they're just like me too. I mean, that's important. We are just like you. And, and a lot of times people, things are so out of reach sometimes and, and things are not tangible enough for people to touch and feel it. And it seems so far-fetched, but when you hear something or see something that's going to help give you that energy to wake up and just be alive, it's important to kind of stay with it. And I appreciate that we could do that for you, Raquel, because that's, that's what the podcast is about. We hope to touch people and inspire people and let them know, hey, we are just like you. We, uh, we want to forward this, um, this industry. We want to let people know that, hey, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay, and, and I'm talking about the mental health aspect because we talk about two in our podcast. I don't know if you heard it, listened to the one about mental health yet, but a lot of people don't realize that they go through life and having to feel this expectation where it's difficult to feel. And hearing someone tell you it's okay to not be okay when you're having a, it's okay to have a down day mentally. It's okay to take some time for yourself. And again, that's what we hope to fulfill with this podcast. It's not just about cutting hair. It's about the whole being. It's about the well-being of someone and making sure that they are a whole person when they get into this industry, when they get into a shop and whatever they want to be, whether it's an instructor, uh, a barber, a shop owner, a school owner, whatever, whatever it may be. Hopefully you can have something on our podcast for myself, Jordan, and am I that's going to put you in a position to be like, you know what, man, them guys are just like me. Is that having a positive Having that positive mental really helps a lot, like in this industry. Because when you're around, when people are around you, they can feel how you are. Like, you, if you understand what I'm saying, like, yeah, it's like yeah. some people you can tell you by, they walk in, they're like, they look all down and depressed. And you're like, dang, man, this dude, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he, he don't look, yeah. you know, he don't look too good, you know. But you saw some people, they feel like they got the aura about them that this are they're always happy and confident and positive. And, that's going to also help you in your barbering career so much. You're going to meet great people, um, have great clients. You're going to build your clientele. You're like, you're just going to have everything around you is going to be based off how you have yourself. So if you have yourself great and your your mind great and all that, and everything is going to fall into place. Yep. Yes, ma'am. What, what surprised you most about this industry? What gives you like that? Oh, man. What, what surprised you about this industry since you've oh, been in? Oh my gosh, I love like seeing the other person when you give them a haircut and just the way they look themselves in a the mirror and it changed like just to see that smile on their face. That that's what like that's what I love. I love making people feel good. I love making people's day just by the way they look. And if that's you good. look good, you feel good. Mm -hmm. Yes, man, that's yeah. big. That's big. That's big. Do you cut your wife's hair? Oh my gosh. I tried it one time <laughs> and I chopped it up. Like, this... chopped it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so she uh, so she had to tie up her hair most of the time. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay, it'll grow back. 
Hey, I guarantee you, right? And we'll talk again because we're going to get you back on this podcast. I guarantee you by the time you're finished with school, you're going to be so confident to cut her hair. She's going to want you to cut her hair probably every other week. So, <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, Everybody uh, has that one person that you mess up at least once and then they're going to give you another chance and then you're going to hook them up and go, oh, man, listen, I can get free haircuts for the rest of my life. Yeah, and and that's, a, that's a good thing. Is your wife in the industry as well? No. No, she's just my big supporter. That's good. And again, we underestimate just having a great person in our corner to support us. That is big in this industry. That's big when we go into school because there are going to be some times when we, where students kind of question themselves when they're in school, like, man, because as, as you get going, the instructors, they can't throw everything at you right now. You've been thrown, you've been, they're throwing so much at you, but it comes in phases. And as you get into the school month two and three, you'll start seeing that you have some success, then you will regress a little bit. Then some things are gonna frustrate you. That's just part of it. But the key is you just gotta keep on going, Raquel. Just keep on going, keep churning. You gotta keep on going. Because again, you you found your why. You found your passion. I could tell by the smile on your face. I even tell by the first time we spoke and the first time you contacted me about coming on this podcast, you found your why and you're happy about this. Yeah. So talk about just contacting us and wanting to get on this podcast. How, how, you say you're a shy person. You try to avoid certain things. What, how did that come up and be like, I'm calling them, I'm contacting them? How did that come up? All right. Yeah. Um, one morning I woke up and I was listening to your podcast because I listen to your podcast um, when I work out. And then I started hearing your student stories. And then I sat down and I was thinking, I was like, should I email him or how can I, how can I get a hold of him and ask him if, if I could be on his podcast? And I was like, you know what? Might as well try it. Like, <laughs> just do it. Like if he doesn't get back to you, it's fine. I mean, as long as you, you know, do it and go for it. So I did and I contact you and you I was so surprised that you got back to me that same day. I was like, I told my wife, I was like, he wrote me back. <laughs> I was like, because a lot of people out there when you write them, they'll have like um um just like a message they'll send to everybody. Automated response. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I was like, wow, I was like, oh my gosh, I was so happy. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on a podcast. I was like, I'm talking to Craig right now. He's text messaging me. But I don't know, something in me just said, you know what, just contact him. It's like, just do it. So I did, and I was surprised that you wrote back to me and contact me and everything. I was like, wow. Well, again, we all are in the same boat and we all are in a position to inspire. And I know sometimes some people think they're just too big and just too broad to just get back to someone, to inspire someone. And our goal is each one teach one because everybody is trying to get their piece of this pie. Everybody's trying to get their, 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 their piece of clarity in life. And it's almost selfish sometimes if we could make someone day that we don't do it. And it's as simple as sending back a, an email that someone email you, just a text, a phone call, because one of, the, one of the key things for me, Raquel, is my 60 seconds is just as important as yours. Your 60 seconds is just as important as mine's. My minute is just as important as your minute. Yours as well, vice versa. We can go on for like, your, your day is just as important as mine's. 
my day is just as important as yours. So if you reach out and we true to what we're saying about this podcast is to give knowledge and to help out and to make people feel at ease, we have to respond when people reach out to us. And I know we don't get to all of them, and we will. We try to get to as much as possible because we get a lot of responses. We get to, and we get to as, I get to as many as I can. And we have someone who handles the, um, the social media. We have someone who handles the email. And a lot of time it just dictates on how quick they get it to me. If they get to me as quick as possible, I can return as quick as possible. So I'm happy that I was able to reach out to you and inspire you to just put a smile on your face. That means a lot to myself, Jordan, am I? It serves our purpose. The reason why we're here is to make people like you help you out and help you grow. That's the reason why we're, why we're here. And, and for someone to listen to you on this podcast and say, you know what? Man, that girl Raquel, she inspired me. I can do this. I mean, it's a cycle, and the cycle can't stop. You know what I mean? So yeah. you're going to inspire so many people. Um, you said you are on a reservation. Or you're, from a re- you're from a reservation? Yes, sir. Right. Reservation. So, you know what I mean? There's people out there who's probably thinking, like, I'm on this reservation, and I want to be a barber. I don't know where to start. Yeah. But I heard this girl, Raquel, who was a barber. She went through some times in her life, boy, and she didn't, let, she didn't get deterred. She didn't let that stop her from accomplishing her dream and her goals and her why. And and that's what it's about. A lot of us sometimes just need that extra push, that yeah. extra motivation from something, someone out there. Yes. And, and and that's what the podcast is for, man, just to kind of give people that, I mean, we, we, we're worldwide, we, we're top three in this country. I know a lot of people listen to us. and But it's also to give good information, let them know, hey, we care about you too as well because... I, I wish I had something like this when I started barbering years ago, just to hear someone's voice and inspired. And but through our channels and how information get to you so quicker, I mean, I, I applaud you. I applaud what we do, and this is great, man. What do you think, Jordan? It's it's always great to be here, man. I love being here. I love talking to students. I love talking to you know anybody that we have on here. It's it's nice to be able to express the love that we have for this for this uh for this industry and um i'm glad i can help out you or anybody that's listening right now so i appreciate you guys listening to us you know as always and shout out to your instructors man and and give it give your instructors call them by their name and shout out tell me something that you like about your instructors because they're gonna be listening say something that just just shout them out say their name first full name and say hey man this is blah 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 it's what i like about them this is what i've learned from them and I just thank you for inspiring me, and I hope you can just say something. Yeah, and shout out to Johnny Witz, is Mr. Witz. He, he's one of the best um, hands-on, and he teaches the book very well. And I, I just love how they carry. I love the way he carries himself too. He's a real cool, cool dude. How has he inspired you? What is one thing that that he says every day that that sticks in your mind? Um, he's, well, for me, is his, uh, personality. Like he carries himself, like he carries himself so well, but like underneath all that, uh, um, that nice suit and everything, he's a real late cool dude. Like he's funny. Just, just <laughs> feeling his, um, just feeling him around me. like watching him teach and everything. Like 
I love being around him too. Like watching him teach, like he teaches really good. Like sometimes I would like look like, oh, how do I get this line out? And you know, he'll tell me, he'll teach me like, I don't know, he, he's just a great teacher. And his name is Mr. Johnny Witz? Yes, Mr. Johnny Witz. And, and what about um, Papito? The other, yes. Well, what do you like about Papito? Just give him, give him a shout. Because it, it, it's good to hear from students how you're perceived. And I think it's important for him to know that, hey, when you're on the right track, you're doing good, and I, I love what you're doing. That's good. That, that will motivate him to just keep doing what he's doing. because, and, and he's doing a great job, but it's just good to hear from the students, hey, Mr. Papito, I appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, Mr. Papito. I appreciate you, Mr. Papito, for taking me in and um, being under your wing and teaching me everything that y'all know. And you are a really cool dude. Like, I love how you carry yourself. And he's the type of dude that just says straight out, like, whatever is on his mind, he'll speak it. <laughs> So what, what 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 do you hear him saying right now? When you're, in the class, when you're in school, what is something that you hear him saying consistently over and over again? Um, let me see. He'll be like, right, right. <laughs> or like, uh, I don't know, he's just a cool dude. Like, As instructors, we have quotes. Do they have any quotes that, that stand out to you? Um, any quotes? Not that I know so far. I'm pretty sure he'll say something to you. You're like, Yes, I can hear Mr. Papito saying this every day. He would probably say, just do it. <laughs> uh, and that's good. That would be mine. <laughs> just, just that would definitely be mine, but just do it. That's good. That's big. But again, shout out to those guys. I know that they're doing an awesome job with you. And and that's important. Man. That, that That is so important to go somewhere that you just absolutely love. Because again, education is key. Education changes situation. And when you make learning fun, you make students want to just incorporate and just want to add to it. Yes. So, so, so have you ever thought about being an instructor one day? Yes, I want to be an instructor one day. I want to be an edu educator. I also want to have my own barbershop one day and just keep building and building and building and see how so, far that takes me. Knowing what you've learned from those two great instructors, what what how what kind of instructor are you gonna be? I want to be a little bit of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you you, you got to come with your notepad and be on their hip now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to be on their everything. hip. <laughs> Take little tiny pieces from both of them, incorporate into yourself. Because it's yeah. important. Because a lot of uh, we we need instructors. Because that's one of the toughest things to get is um, um, barber instructors, come, just instructors on the whole. And it's good sometimes when students. They, they see that passion, it develops in them, and say, you know what? I want to be an instructor. I, I love that when students say that in school because everyone is not meant to be a barber. I mean, some people can go to school for barber, for, go to barber school, go, go to cosmetology school, but come on, and they see that their passion is in teaching. And I think that is great. And I'm not just diminishing that everyone should go out there and at least try to be in a shop. Just learn how to cut, even this one day a week while you're teaching, but it makes instructors' hearts smile when students say, you know what? I want to be an instructor. I want to add something to this industry. 
Because I think we all have a place of somewhere where we can give back. That's always something I always wanted to do. I felt like I would be a good teacher. I just, it was something I was always in the back of my mind, but I felt like I had to be out in the, in the field for a couple for a couple of years before I could be a teacher. And, and that's cool. And, yeah. and that's cool too. And I, and, I, and I applaud that. But even if you like, when you graduate, um, Raquel, just even like a couple hours to volunteer, that will prepare you and give you the skill set to see what it is to be an instructor help you prepare because those guys is certain things so many things that's behind the scene how hard those guys work and instructors around the country around the world works that a lot of people and students don't realize you know because you see at the surface and we smile and we make it look easy we dress up every day but there's lesson planning there's recruiting there's just making sure that the, the overall facility is in good shape and all these rules and regulations that we have to follow. Someone has to follow up on those things. Having meetings with the state board and regu- regulatory agencies just to make things go. And, and it, it's, it can be, but it's fulfilling because our whole purpose is, is to give back, to make sure the students transition and their education is smooth. And sometimes that goes unnoticed, but I'm happy that's one of the first things you said. You highlighted your instructors. He's like, we have some awesome instructors. And, and, and that's great, man. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be happy for, for that. What do you think, Jay? People don't understand how important having a great instructor is when you're doing something that's going to be the part of your life, that you want to be part of your life. And having kind of having a bad or a great instructor can really make it or break it for you. Cause they can really change your mindset on things. Like, man, this dude's not helping me. He's not like, like I'm not learning anything. Like sometimes you just got to take that initiative and do it, you know, you do your thing in there. But sometimes when you have that, when you have that instructor, that's a great instructor and wants to help you and help you grow and makes it so much easier through that process in school. So you won't be, you know, kind of, it kind of keeps you on a one track mind. Going straight forward. And for the students out there who feel like they're in a situation where they're not learning, you have to reflect on yourself. You have to look in the mirror and see if some of the reasons why you're not learning is something that you're doing. Because a lot of students sabotage themselves and say they're not learning and put it back on the instructors, but Mm -hmm. realistically it's them. They don't show up early. They don't study when they go home. They have a bad attitude in school. They expect to just grab the skill in a month they expect to be the best possible barber in two weeks they think that they should their haircut should be just as good as the next barber who's been out in the industry for 20 years and it's a process so you have to have some self-reflect to yourself too before you start putting blame on instructors because i i firmly believe if you're in this industry as an instructor going in, in a barber school especially college school this is something you love you want to give back. You want to hone another potential person in this industry skill. And sometimes that gets unnoticed because a lot of students, oh, I'm not learning. Give yourself some time to learn. Give yourself opportunity to learn. Get proper rest. I say it's okay to, I wouldn't say it's 100% bad to try to compare yourself to people because it kind of gives you an idea of what you want to be like. For sure. You know, cause, For sure. Yeah, because, I mean, I had people, when I when I, I did have a time when I was in school where I was like, man, Craig will come in or am I, and they'll, they'll do a freaking haircut, and I'm like, 
why can I not get it to look like that? And I'm like, I, and it would make me mad. But Craig would always say, but Jordan, you just got to, you just got to give it some time and you're going to get it. And I'll be like, all right. <laughs> and I just kept on still practicing and practicing the repetition and asking questions. It's important to ask questions in school because a lot of people, they always sit back and they're like, they're wondering why they're not learning this, but they're not asking the question. You got to ask the question. You got to put the effort into, yeah, you got in in order like to, if you want to learn something, you got to put the effort into it too. You ain't going to be given to you. Like it's just, like if you want to be great, man, it's gonna take some time. Like it's not just gonna be off the rip. Like it's it's gonna take a lot of dedication and sacrifice. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Not everything's gonna be given to you. That's big, big. So you you ready to be this overnight celebrity, Raquel? Because you know you're gonna have a lot of people calling you, hitting you up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have I'm students excited. wondering, like, man, how should get on this podcast? <laughs> I just I just reached out. <laughs> I just reached out. <laughs> and sometimes again, you just have to have the courage to say I need help. Just have the courage to reach out because people out there are willing to help you. People out there are willing to help you, and you can't be afraid of hearing no. It's okay. No doesn't mean that the person is bad, that the person don't like you. It just might mean that not at this moment, not at this time. You know what I mean? And, and, and it might not be a good mix and match for you. So you have to give yourself some time. And don't be afraid to hear no. Yep, yep. So what do you think of the podcast today, Raquel? I mean, I know we've been on it. It seems like we've been on it for about 10 minutes, right? Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> like, it went by pretty fast. What, what do you think? How Were you a little nervous coming on today? Yes, I was a little bit nervous. Uh, I was. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what if I mess up saying something wrong? Or, oh. I don't know. <laughs> you should have seen my first time on here. I was on here sweating bullets. My face was red. Quick was asking me questions. He'll be like, what do you think, Jordan? I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's all good, man. So, so yeah, so um, I know all good things got to come to an end, but I appreciate you reaching out. Um, what is one of the last things that you want to say to a prospective student out there, someone in school? What is a word of advice you can give to them? Don't give up. Keep pushing and pushing and don't give up. That's big. That's big. And and what's your Instagram? Where can we find you? And uh, we're going to get some walking clients to you. Where can people find you out in Fort Worth, Texas? Where are you at? And how can they reach you? My Instagram is R-E-Z-K-I-D underscore T-H-E. B-A-R-B-E-R at IG, Facebook, Res Kid the Barber, TikTok at Raquel Henning. Yeah, go show, go show Raquel some love, man. I mean, go ahead and flood her chair up. Give her some, <laughs> she, give her some walking. She, she, I know she'll appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate it. Jay, what you think about this podcast here? What you, I know you love the student stories. Because uh, I can relate to them so much. I've only been cutting hair for two years now, but um, uh, it's always a good time being here and you know, helping people. And I appreciate you coming on and taking that, taking that step to be on here. So you can talk to us as nice meeting you. I appreciate you being on here. Uh, I feel like you're going to be an amazing barber. Um, just keep on having the mindset and pushing to be great. And I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll be the right place where you want to be. That's big. Again, and I appreciate you, Raquel. I appreciate you reaching out. And again, this is this is this is what I love to do. This is what Jordan am I? This is what we love to do. Just kind of 
this is our platform. Our I look forward to Mondays. Just to, and I love hearing the student stories too. I love hearing barber stories because I think it's big for people around the country and around the world to hear that we all are in the same boat. We started in the same. We just kind of taking some different directions to get yes. there, but a lot of our stories are the same. It's okay. Just don't give up and give your all because this is a wonderful industry. This is a great industry. And, 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 and hopefully one day we will cross paths. We might have a barber college um, success reunion, have all the guests come together and just, you know what I mean? That's, that's one, one big. Uh... Yeah, we all going to do something in East Tennessee. Have everybody come in and be like, hey, it's going to be a year from now. All the guests come in. We have a cookout and just and just rap and just vibe and see like, man, you was yeah. on the podcast. That'd be dope. You know what I mean? That just do something. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 get ready to travel, Raquel. It's coming. We're gonna we're gonna plan that soon. Um, we're also gonna have a a series of um, working on a series of books for Barbie College Success. We're gonna do about like every ten podcasts and do a book and do an episode and just and and put information out there just to give awesome. the people let them know that hey. Everybody started the same way. Because, mm-hmm. again, information changes the situation. But, I, but I, again, I just appreciate you. And, and I just thank you for being you, who you are, and just telling your story and tell your wonderful instructors out there. We'll reach out to them. We can try and get them on there, on the podcast and just vibe. Because I know they have, a, they, would like to, they have a lot to say and just to kind of let people know where they are, who they are, and mm-hmm. how, they, how they teach. Because I think it's important, too, for instructors to be on there and just let People don't. Hey, we we love what we do. Sometimes yeah. some of us get a bad rap, yeah. but it's okay. What's your last lasting words, Jordan? My always last lasting words. You know, live life, have fun, go be great. Don't be scared to fail. So that's that's yes. my four, my big four right there. Yes, sir. And, and tell all your friends out there, everyone at the school, like, follow, um, share the episode. The episode is not going to come out this Friday. Your episode is going to come out the next Friday. That's what we do. Um, so tell all your all you gonna have you gonna get a whole lot of new fans too. Tell your okay. friends, family to come check you out on Spotify, um, um, whatever major podcast platform they have out there. Apple, Google, Rocket, we're on there. Um, and again, we're in top top five countries that we're in the U.S. Was it the UK? UK, uh, Australia. I don't know, Australia. You got to put Madagascar in there. I don't know. Canada. And, and with Austria, and then, you know, and my favorite spot, Madagascar. Yeah, man, that's Shout awesome. out for Amai. <laughs> yes, but appreciate you again. And again, Barbara College Success, brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, JC, Crown Cuts Academy, Bristol, Craig's Crown Cuts, downtown JC, spreading love the Tri-City way. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold Spreading love the Crown Cuts way is the only way. That's how we do it. Each one teach one. We're going to connect one barber at a time across the country, across the world. We're just going to connect. We're going to make this thing do what it do. Make it rock. Make it rock. (laughs) One love as always. Again. Raquel, thanks again, man. It was a pleasure. And what what, what days do you go to school? Um, Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, what's, what are your hours? Full time, part time? Um, full time. Man, how many students at the school? Well, um, the school just barely open um, in August. Okay, so we good. Probably have about say like fifteen. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, we gonna we gonna, we gonna we gonna we gonna send some energy and some 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 vibe down there to um 
bless hands by pizza and let them know, hey, go check them out. I mean, I'm happy that the instructor's doing a great thing. You talk real highly of them, so I, I wouldn't doubt that they will have a problem bringing students in, so I, 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 I admire that. And tell those guys, hopefully we can get them on here soon, um, and if they're open, let them know it'll be on a Monday. Okay. And if you can give them my number so we can text back and forth, yeah, yeah, that would be great, and let them know, hey, I'm looking forward to them being on there, um, and we'll set something up with them in the next couple of days or uh, I know their schedule is also busy. So do they still cut hair in the shop as well, both of them? Yeah, they, they're um, at the school um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Mr. Witt's there through the whole week. Um, Papito, um, he's there like every week. Okay, good, good, good. Shout out, shout out, big, big, big again. Thank you. And hope you have a great weekend, a great weekend. Hey, man, enjoy school, man. Enjoy yeah, school and, and and boss it out. Thank you. And I appreciate you guys for having me a lot. I appreciate it so, yeah, so no much. Problem. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, man. I know MI, he's hated, hated that he can't, he, he he had to miss it, but I, I, I'm i pretty sure he was, we'll yeah. let him know about the episode. MI's the energy, man. <laughs> <laughs> he brings the energy here. Yes, ma'am. Well, check it out. I'll talk to you and we'll text. Stay in touch. You have my number. Yes, if you sir. have any questions, always hit me up. Yes, always sir. hit me a text. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got my number. I'll text you periodically. Just say hello, see how you're doing. But any questions you have about industry, yes, sir. Thank let you. me know. Check Thank it out. Right. Bye, guys. See you, so man. Have a good one. You have a good day. Bye.